Hey everybody, hope you're having an amazing day. Justin Van Patten here, and you know, I'm sitting here with my good friend Larry Morris. Morning, y'all. And we were just chatting a little bit about just the world and the way we see it, and we figured we'd uh, stop wasting our conversation and let, let you guys get a little insight into uh, our crazy brains and kind of the way we think, because we were sitting here talking about a couple different subjects, and Afterwards, we just kind of decided, hey, we should probably be uh, probably be getting this down for the for the public. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you want it in, but we're gonna force you in. Here it yeah, comes. You're gonna get it either way. But we were talking. Uh, we were talking earlier about as a Christian, we are both uh, we're both Christian white males. No, not really. But we're both, uh, we're, both we're both Christian guys, and uh, we were talking about um, just kind of the scene today, and and people's views on what's right, what's wrong, what kind of people are irredeemable, the people that should be cast out of society, if anybody should be cast out of society, and then how do how do you love those people who are unlovable, and. I brought up the subject that we should probably love on the Nazis. And <laughs> <laughs> I think he started out with a white supremacist, which sounds easier to swallow. Uh, and then you add Nazi to it, and you're like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you could love a white supremacist, but not a Nazi. In my head, yes. In my head. In your head. So in your head, why is that white supremacist easier to love than a Nazi? Oh, just the connotation, just the name, association. Just the name. Well, you know, five, ten years ago, I would have said the same thing, probably. You know, five, ten years ago, a Nazi was a very specific thing. It was one of those guys in World War II that was responsible for killing the Jews. And it was real specific what a Nazi was. And I was pretty sure there was no Nazis left. To be honest with you, probably a few, maybe one well, or two. I, I figured most of them had died off. And most you, of them. My grandpa's ninety six. You have like a second insurgence, I'm sure, <laughs> like their children who are like, no, the Nazis are the best. You know, no, I watched a history program the other day. Hitler's still in Brazil, I think. Is he? I think he still is. So still around, still a few. Well, that's cool. And I heard. So you're saying the 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 Fourth Reich is it's coming, is I, rising. I think he's 115. But down in down in Guatemala, <laughs> he's 115. It's gonna be tough. But down in that is that why all the Central Americans are trying to move up this way? It's <laughs> it's a real real sneaky invasion of the Nazis. They're like the not. Turns out the Nazis now happen to be Hispanic. <laughs> It's uber sneaky. Nobody, nobody saw this one coming. It's very, very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> I fear you uh, underestimate my sneakiness. Um, so, you know, 10, 15, five, even five years ago, a Nazi was a real specific thing. Where now, I think I might have actually heard people I know referred to as Nazis. Yeah, I mean it's pretty uh, pretty commonplace that if you wear a MAGA hat, you're a, you're a Nazi. Seriously? Or a Trump twenty twenty T shirt, you're a Nazi. 
they say fascists, but they're referring to Nazis generally. But it comes out. They say Nazi every now and then. They all, well, they say Nazi all the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. because once, once you are a Nazi, then they can punch you. <laughs> that's true. Punch Nazis. That's is, true. Is the uh, that's true. That's the old adage, right? You got to punch the Nazis. <laughs> so, if they can take you from white supremacist to full fascist to you are now Hitler, um, I've actually heard it said that if I attack you, it's preemptive self defense. Preemptive self defense. <laughs> you were probably going to. Attack you were going to attack me with your ideals. <laughs> Turns out your ideals were going to infringe on my mental liberties. And yeah, so my ideals were going to be injured. That makes you a Nazi. Nazi. That means I can punch you in your face. Here's as a, self-defense. Here's self-defense. a crappy part. I'm not even a Trump supporter, but I, I, I support the current administration and what they're doing. And so I would also be a Nazi, but I can't even grow facial hair. So it's all for naught. At least you're bald already. So, <laughs> I have bald so you've already. got that going for you. That's neo Nazi. Like, that's a whole different thing. I've, I've heard that question as well. It's like, <laughs> so your head's shaved. What's that about? <laughs> you're white and your head's shaved. Why? Why are you doing that? Yes, yes. Is it because you're balding, or is it because you have fascism down deep in your blood? I have fascism that won't allow my hair to grow. <laughs> the fascism, fascism runs so deep. Nobody told me I could just change my ideals and get a bunch of hair. It's in my blood. <laughs> had I not been a skinhead that whole time. That whole time. It, it had an effect on my, uh, my follicles. <laughs> I'm libertarian. It should have no effect. It should have no effect. I, I don't say that I... I have a hard time with the presidency, A, because it doesn't really affect me a whole lot, B, because rarely is there somebody in there I actually like, C, I didn't necessarily elect the person that's in there, but I respect the position. I respect that that's the person that's supposed to be leading us, no matter how much I disagree with them, their policies, their ideals, whatever, and I call... Just about every president out on where I find that they're an idiot, you know? I, I treat the current presidency like eating an ice cream sundae for breakfast. you got to find the redeeming qualities because it's technically trash, right? No. So uh, ice cream sundae for breakfast is bad for you. Not there's bananas But on it. it's got protein. Mm-hmm. It's got bananas. Okay. If you're a banana split, it's got vitamin D and vitamin B and whatever's in chocolate. I don't remember what's in chocolate. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch of redeeming things happening in the sundae, even though the overall sundae for breakfast is trash, right? So it's... You shouldn't be eating Sundays for breakfast. The old Bill Cosby thing, dad is great, give us chocolate cake for breakfast. Yeah. But it's got eggs, it's got milk, it's got flour, it's okay. practically breakfast. Yeah. Even though it's trash. It, I don't agree with the trash part. <laughs> but I could, I could see that attributed to a, a president that most people, that a lot of people think is trash. Yeah, exactly. And for me, I don't like the man, but I didn't like him before. Yeah. But I didn't like him before because he was a terrible person on TV. I didn't find him funny. Very gimmicky. Yeah, I didn't find him uh, entertaining at all. Nah. And then he ran for president. I'm like, ah, this is a joke. This is never going to happen. And then the liberals lost their minds and elected him president, essentially. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's unfortunately the fault of the people who were against him, I believe. But it, either way, it happened. He's there. There are some redeeming qualities to his administration. Yeah. Um, 
and uh and and I don't think being or saying that makes me a Nazi. Yeah, I personally thought there was no way, no possible way he was going to win. Like the whole time he was running, I sat there and told my boss, "You know it's hilarious that Hillary was such a bad person and so many people just automatically weren't going to vote for her because she was such a bad person. I mean, when when somebody gets suicided in jail and then all of a sudden Clinton body count is <laughs> is, is trending, um, it, it's kind of an indication as to the type of person that is. Involuntary suicide. You know, but... Uh, so I, I was sitting there telling my old boss, I'm like, man, it's so funny that they found somebody so bad that so many people just automatically aren't going to vote for them that they had to bring this guy. They had to bring this guy. And I was totally like a conspiracy theorist about it. Like, this is the only guy that can make her look like a valid candidate. <laughs> is you bring this guy in and he's so off the off to the side that you wouldn't even consider him as a politician and then he, he spoke to something over there on capitol hill because the electoral <laughs> college is like yes this guy otherwise we're probably all gonna commit suicide this yeah. year you know move to canada <laughs> yeah no i uh was watching it and it was our fault that he became our our candidate because we put Who's 83 that? different uh uh, not on us, but Republicans in general put 83 different candidates on the board and our debates were 17 hours long because there were 40 people on stage and so it all whittled out and, and everybody was so divided that they were just less divided on Trump and so he came out the other end. I think it was more people didn't have an opinion at all about Trump yeah. and so he came out the other end because nobody was nobody was really paying attention to him. And everybody was paying attention to Ted Cruz and and uh, oh the brain surgeon, um, <laughs> what's his name? No, I can't remember. Ben, ben Carson. Carson. Ben Carson. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, everybody was so so con- concerned about everybody else that was that was up there that Trump just slipped by, and then and then the the left lost their minds and so he got elected. But truthfully, I mean, as a libertarian, I, I have one thing that separates me from most libertarians, because uh, libertarian is generally about leave me alone, let me do what I want to do. Okay. I'm mostly there, um, but my human rights extend to babies and unborn babies, and so that's what separates me. And if Hillary would have kept her original position on abortion from 10 years ago, yeah, where she said killing babies was bad, yeah, which is still her stance, she just wanted to become president... But if she would have changed that stance, I probably would have voted for her. I probably would have voted for her. They're all bad people, in my opinion. And so I knew about her bad. I've yeah. seen it in, in office for eight years, okay. and it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And so I, I was I was on board for voting for her uh, until the I like to kill babies part comes in, and then, then I'm out. Uh, let's be clear. It's not killing babies. It's suiciding them. <laughs> it's suiciding. It's suiciding babies. They're Clinton. They're Clinton suicides. You're forcing them to commit. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm. Uh, I'm out on that. But yeah. For me, it's 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 all about passive racism, right? Uh, we're all being called racist if we support anything other than the left, right? And 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 that's that's passive racism. And I don't think it's such a thing. I, th- I don't think it exists. I think. Racism is active. It's a very active thing, for it, sure. It, it, like, it, you you couldn't call me um, 
a civil rights uh, supporter if I wasn't being active in civil rights back in the 60s. Uh, if I just believed the same things that civil rights people, civil rights leaders believed, yeah. I wasn't a civil rights activist, right? Because I was sitting on my couch going, yeah, I agree with you, but I'm not doing anything about it, right? But you so, could support it. You could support it. You could be a civil rights supporter, but yeah. not a civil rights activist, right? So how come I can be a racist without doing any racist things or or making any racist moves or doing anything that's actually racist? Because racism is inherent. <laughs> it is. But it should be active. Like uh, I, there's a new comedian, Josh, so that I'll, I'll get his name here by the time we're done. Uh, but he says uh, he's, a, he's a black man from Louisiana. And he says, I don't consider you a racist until you've been to your second clan meeting. <laughs> so he, he agrees. It's active. Yeah. Uh, racism is active. You have to do racist things to be a racist. Otherwise, you're just a person with terrible ideas, really. Well, but that's the problem, right? Is, is you are now, you, because of your color of skin, automatically are attributed unconscious bias. And unconscious racism. So you, even though you think you're not a racist and that you think you've never done anything racist and that you really think that you like black people and brown people and all the different colors of people, even though you think you do, you really don't. <laughs> My favorite is, oh, you got a black friend so you can't be racist? Yes. <laughs> if, I, if I was racist, I probably wouldn't have. But, well, that's your token black friend. You just called him token. <laughs> I call him friend. I just, I, and I, to be honest with you, I've never even considered the color of his skin ever. Yeah. Why'd you bring it up? Well, because I'm a, I'm an advocate. Right? Yes. That's that's the rise of the advocate. I fight for people who don't want to fight. I fight for the people who don't need to be fought for. <laughs> yeah. No. It's I, I hate that. That oh, you have a black friend, so you can't be racist. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. I I'm not a racist because I like and befriend other cultures mm -hmm. and uh and and skin types and josh johnson shout out josh johnson josh also. johnson he's the comedian but That's hilarious he's uh, amazingly funny new but uh yeah yeah i i think i think uh his idea of racism needing to be active is right on point it's you can't be a republican and just be racist because you're white and you believe that the, the guy in the office right now is doing a good job that doesn't make you racist. Even if it made the guy in office racist, it okay. doesn't doesn't make you racist. Like President Kennedy, he had 13 mistresses living in the White House with him at any given time. Sounds like a lot of work, man. So if I like, it sounds like a ton of work. In the White House, though, they had their own room okay. where they stayed. Each of them. And if I liked President Kennedy, does that, does that make me an adulterer? Um, because I like a guy who has adulterous values. <laughs> no, that made, makes you unconsciously accepting of, of those values. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Whether it, you know that you're accepting it or not, if you liked him, you like his actions, which is why you can't even like MJ anymore. <laughs> nope, no man in the mirror, because you know what that man in the mirror is doing? Raping kids. <laughs> he is... Uh, I can't I, like him anymore, because then I, then I like... 
Although I can't. <laughs> I watched the show, and everybody's saying, oh, maybe it's not true. Uh, I think it's true. What's not true? You think, Leaving Neverland. You think he was hanging out with kids? Oh, yeah. I definitely think he doing, was doing yeah, nasty bad things. things to kids, so I can't listen anymore. I, I like. Know. I hear it, and I come on. It gives me the creeps. I, I gave me. I, I can't, you kind of knew it before, but now that there's a story and some faces to it, yeah. Now it's worse for me. I can't listen. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. See, yeah. I like it until it gets to the noises, and then I think that the noises are made by weird things. You know, <laughs> it's like gonna make a change, <laughs> and you're like, where'd that come from? What, what's up with that? What's going on in that how'd studio you, right now, dude? How did you know how to do that? <laughs> it's a weird sound. Stop that. It's a weird Stop. sound. Stop yeah. That. Now that there's a name and a face to it, I can't do it. Can't yeah. Do it. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's another whole nother topic for a whole nother day. That is a whole nother. Are topic. we allowed to like Michael Jackson? I like his music. Yeah, but in moderation, and I try not to. Yeah, it, it was so good. He was so good. So good. So good. I used to moonwalk. Well, I still do moonwalk all the time, especially at the grocery store. You know, pro the produce aisle. Yeah, moonwalk through there to get some cantaloupes. <laughs> but. uh... So your thought on the racist is it's been kind of watered down to where you can be called a racist whether you are actually racist or not. So it kind of brings down the meaning a little bit. The KKK of old would be super disappointed in our current racists. They would not allow us to be members. I... You just called yourself a current racist. No, I'm being called a current racist. <laughs> and being called a current racist. They wouldn't even let us in, man. <laughs> they wouldn't let us in. They tried to get in the other day. They're like, nope, you like too many of them blackies. <laughs> and like, that's, Dang it. That goes back to the point, uh, if you have a black friend, you can't be racist. No, you can't, because the racists would not accept you into their, uh, into their club. Uh, that's kind of the whole point. Yeah. Now, you could think racist things. You could say something racist. You could tell a racist joke. But I've told a lot of jokes that are misogynistic. Mm-hmm. And because I think they're funny. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't make me a misogynist. I, uh, I am the furthest thing. Here's how much of a non-racist, non-misogynist I am. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I don't give enough craps to worry about your color or your sex. I, I I don't care who you're sleeping with. Yeah. I don't hate gay people. I don't hate anybody because I don't have enough time to give a crap. You want to play a game real quick? Let's play. All right. Who will you... I'll name a group and you can tell me if you would tell a joke about that group of people. Okay. All right. Would you tell a joke about men? Yes. Or about women? Yes. Or about black women? Ooh. Oh! Who's my audience? I know. <laughs> You got there quick. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Okay, what about uh, what about Muslims? Uh, okay, Christians. Sure, I've got a couple of those. See, so so far, you're willing to make fun of anybody who looks like, like you. me. Yes, or at least in that same spectrum. Well, I have man boobs, so I can tell woman jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about lesbian jokes? Oh yeah, for sure. I've always said I was a lesbian anyways. And my, my feminine side is definitely a lesbian. I said that when I was in high school. I've always identified as a lesbian trapped in a man's body. And now it's like actually a trendy thing. It's yeah. super funny. But uh, okay. What would your pronouns have been? What? What would your pronouns have been? 
Uh, he him for sure. He him, he him for <laughs> while sure. you were a lesbian yeah, trapped yeah. in a man's while body. I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body, just because it's easier for you. <laughs> I want my pronouns to be convenient for you. Yes, yes. I don't want you to be confused when you're like. So it's it's he shim shim. <laughs> it's, every time I talk about Steve, I gotta call him a shim. Yes, that's. I mean, and then it's you, like, what's he? What's he holding apart? What am I shimming? What the fuck is going on right now? What space is he filling? Why, why is he a shim? <laughs> the part that, that that is so funny is now that if you disagree with any part of anything, you become a hater of that whole thing. Yeah, just like the racism. I, I don't disagree with anything. That's here's my here's my whole belief on everything. You can't segregate anything. If you segregate any part of it, you're never going to be equal, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't have black-only things, Asian-only things, women-only things, gay-only things, straight white male-only things. Nobody's ever going to be equal if we all have organizations and clubs and and things that are only. So you don't think there should be like uh, <clears throat> men's clubs where only men can go? No. I mean, it's if you're going to get rid of... If you're going to get rid of... Uh, everybody always talks about black entertainment television. Hey, how come they get to have BET? If we had wet TV, white entertainment television, we'd be strung up and... We would. We would, for sure. That, that all makes sense. Well, it's because you called sense. it wet. I know, that's, that's pretty gross. gross. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. We're here with Moist TV. <laughs> the more on inequality... Uh, I don't know how to make that acronym. Um, it is, as long as you're separating anything. And so I don't care about BET, right? I don't care about United Negro College Fund, whether that should be a thing or not, right? I do. I, I, I do, but I don't. Um, the reason I care is that you, anytime you separate yourself from the pack, you're going to be separated from that pack, right? Okay. So if you're separating yourself from society by making black-only things or gay-only things okay. or women-only things... There will always be a division of blacks and whites, men and women, uh, gays and straights. There will always be those divisions because you're at the same time fighting for no division. You're you're creating division, and so that's that's where I uh, I, I think that those things are are harmful and toxic is that they're they're creating division. So it's hard to fight division and create division at the same time. Yeah, it totally is. And you see it in colleges, right? Like, I, I heard a story just the other day where they wanted uh, black-only dorms, right? And they were like, no, just just us. And it's like, so I don't personally <laughs> think it's a good idea. That's just me. I don't ever think it's a good idea to divide people by skin tone just because it's like, okay, are we running... DNA test to see how how white or black how what what percentage of what you are to let you in here and it's like sorry bro not enough melanin <laughs> you're like no I'm 100% black they're like no you look like a white man you can't come in here like where where do you draw the line right like where where people are are mixed and they're not dark enough or too dark like I I think it's so odd like I've always thought that the term white people was the most racist thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And that's why I teach my kids actually is, you know, like do you know any white people? Well, besides like, me. They're like, "Well, yeah." And it's like, "Really? White white? <laughs> How many white white people have you met?" Like I think the terms black and white is exactly that. It's so 
binary. They're like, you're either this or you're that. And it's yeah. like, come on, man. Like, you know, you know how many people ask me all the time, like, all right, what, what are you? You're obviously not white. <laughs> but what are you? And it's like, bro, you don't know? You can't tell? <laughs> well, black, when we used to call uh, uh, black people African-American, it didn't make any sense. I mean, black people come from the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. They come from Brazil. Yeah. They Red. come from Colombia. And I'm not talking dark skin. I'm talking black. Oh, I yeah. mean, same features, same uh, same hair type, same, same everything. Literally, mm-hmm. you could not tell the difference. Yeah. Uh, and we were calling them African American. That was racist. That yeah, was totally. saying everybody that was black was from Africa. You're all African. And, and technically, if we all go back to the subscribing to the first man from Africa then thing, we're all, we're all African. We're right? all black. Turns out <laughs> we're, we're 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 all at least African. Uh, I'll accept but, it. But it's uh, it's 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 not a thing. And and it's going back to the racist aspect of it. If you if you disagree with something, doesn't mean that you have to attribute the worst possible case scenario to mm-hmm. that thing. I, if if I like Trump, not saying I do. I don't like the man. I'm okay with him being in office. I don't really care. Um, I don't but, like him. I like his hair. Exactly. I don't. <laughs> I don't like him. I like the things that are happening while he's there. Yeah. Um, do I think he's smart enough to uh, to do all that stuff on his own? No, no I don't. But there's a reason we have a Congress and a Senate, and, and he's got a cabinet. Yeah, the House of Representatives is huge, and and the Supreme Court is huge, uh, although way overstepping their bounds. But anyway, that's another again another topic. But it's uh, being racist because I like a president it doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm not. I'm not a bigot because I told a woman joke one time because I believe in women. I have daughters. I like what's the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? One's a superhero, one's a command, right? That's hilarious. That's funny. It doesn't make me a misogynist. It means I read something on Facebook that I thought was hilarious and I repeated it because mm. it was hilarious. And the first person I told was my girlfriend. So it was very funny, and she laughed, and she but she knows I support her and everything she does, and I hope she's better than me. And then she got to work, and then she ironed my clothes. Yeah, and <laughs> but I have daughters, and uh, and and I have a girlfriend, I have an ex-wife, I have a mother, I have I have grandmothers. I I believe in women. I believe they're strong. I believe they 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 are supposed to do anything that they want to do. Now, just as everybody else, I don't think they can do anything they want to do. I don't think I was. Could do anything I want to do. I think that's BS. Gary V says, "Don't, don't, don't tell your kids that they can be anything they want. Tell them to to go on and pursue the things that they want to pursue." What's uh, the difference? The the difference is uh, if if you are a uh, uh, a six foot seven, three um, hundred pound man, you're not going to be a horse jockey. I mean, and you weren't. You you can't change the fact you're six foot seven and three hundred yeah. pounds. Maybe change the three hundred pound part, but you're not going to get below two. What about Clydesdales? either way? You're going to break a uh, a horse's back, and they're not going to race fast. Start a new horse. You can start a new horse track. You can start a whole new. We horse are racing track. Clydesdales. See <laughs> and mules. I, I lean more to that direction. Like tell them they can be anything they want because anything's possible, man. No, it's not. Anything is. They possible. can't. They can't Anything be Superman. But they should chase all their dreams. They should chase the things that they want to do. Uh, but you, you, you don't need to be anything you want. Just stop division. Stop division, and I think you'll stop a lot of the hate. I think the inclusion will be there um, for so long. 
and I'm I am now I'm fine, I'm going to speak as a white person. Oh, as all white people. No, I'm just speaking as me. Watch out, everybody! Whitey coming through. <laughs> I grew up in the '70s and '80s, and uh, we were so it was so driven home um, the the fact that uh, that segregation. We learned so much about Black history because mm-hmm. we weren't that far removed from it, right? Yeah, we were what? Like, 10 we don't years? ever want to go back there. Yeah, we were 10, 15 years removed when I was coming through school from from segregation. Yeah, and white only, and black only, and white uh, only uh, back of the bus and front of the bus, and all those things. We we weren't very far removed from it. Yeah, uh, maybe twenty years if you go back to the fifties. And that's not that that's not that long. Yeah. That's if you you look at a twenty year old now, you're like, oh, he's just a kid, right? Well, that's how long it was from the time I was going through school till uh, racism was at its at its peak. And so you tell us no segregation, everybody's included, no racism, everybody's good, and then you flip the script on us thirty years later, and now everybody's trying to divide again. You're saying they wanted the black-only dorms. Yeah. They had that. That was a thing already. Yeah, but it was a bad and, thing. Yeah, and they fought to get rid of it, yeah. right? And now yeah. they're now they're bringing it back. It does. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, they're bringing it back because they decided to. Well, it it doesn't make it right. Because now they're using it as you can't come in here. Exactly. It's reverse racism. It's reverse. Ra- no, it's just racism. <laughs> There's no reverse racism. I no, love that term. But that's what it is. It's yeah. reverse racism. It's because they're so they're like, well, you've oppressed us. Yeah. Now you can't come in. Yeah. And it brings me to the thought of like white privilege. Like, how do you feel? D- did you grow up in a pretty diverse area? You said you said it. it yeah, up, I grew it, up it was in a thing of the past. I mean, if you're if you're gonna call it a, a hood, I grew up in the hood. Okay. Yeah, we were poor, so. We grew up in a diverse area because poor people are all races and colors, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were uh, we were poor, so we grew up in in a very diverse area. And uh, so you're saying, if it, you would have been rich, it would have been all white people, likely. Huh. Yeah, we were in Southern California in the '80s. There was mostly white people, anyways. Uh, anything that left the Los Angeles, Greater Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you were in Orange County and yeah. It was it was it was very whitewashed. So from where you were sitting, would you say that you saw white privilege, or that the people who were privileged just happened to be white? So, and I know you and I were talking about this the other day, and uh, Bill Burr, no, white privilege didn't make any sense to me. I fought it. I yeah. fought it. I'm like, I was not privileged in any way. Like yeah. I struggle today, uh, and and I'm white as can be. I, yeah. It doesn't get any whiter than me. And, and no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It literally it, doesn't. We, <laughs> we pulled out one of those paint strips to, to check your color. It says it it, yeah, perfect white. It was eggshell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I. It doesn't get any whiter than me, and I struggle all the time financially, and opportunity, and being misjudged on a lot of things. Uh, it doesn't get any whiter than me, and I'm still, still fighting it. So I was always fighting white privilege, and then it, it was put to me. By Bill Burr, comedian Bill Burr, mm-hmm. married to a black lady, hilarious. Um, you don't find a more "quote unquote" racist, misogynistic comedian than Bill Burr, right? Really? But he doesn't believe any of those things. He's he, they're they're jokes, and uh, and he's super. He believes in super strong women, and he believes in uh, in 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 black people taking 
things to their absolute highest, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's a, he's a, actually a really good guy. But he said it to, to me like this. He said, white privilege doesn't mean that you are privileged because you're white. It just means that your skin color it has never been a detriment. And and until now. I mean, obviously, he, he this was a couple of years ago that I heard this. And now if you're... A straight white male, it's definitely to your detriment. It but is. yeah, but not as much as I feel sorry being, for you people. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> it, it it it's kind of a detriment now. Nobody's still. <laughs> I'm, I'm not losing jobs over. I mean, I am. I mean, with there's there's we'll get in. We can get into that another time uh, with uh, with affirmative action and whatnot. But I'm technically not losing jobs uh, to it. I haven't lost one that I know of uh, because I was white a, a white male. I've maybe been yelled at a time or two in downtown Portland for being a white male, but that's about the extent of my racism. It's because right? spotting haven't happened. It's it's definitely a spot where it happens. Uh, so that 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 made more sense to me that white male privilege just means that I was never held back mm-hmm. because of my skin color uh, or my or my my sex. And uh, <clears throat> I was listening to excuse me, I was listening to somebody else the other day. Um, I don't want to attribute this quote to anybody because I don't remember. I listen to so many different podcasters. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the one that uh, that was that was making this quote, but he had said women's rights. People were fighting for women's rights. Mm-hmm. What rights? What rights? What rights are they still fighting for? There, there, there are no rights that that men have that women don't have anymore or that anybody has that women don't have right so i think we need to change the script there and and get instead of going uh equal rights you have all the equal rights Mm -hmm. the only thing that is possibly there and and there's so many different variations of the statistics that come in on it is pay gap right okay there's pay gap issues but that's the extent of it yeah there are no rights that that women have or men have that women don't have and the same with uh with with black rights and gay rights and there we're all equal now as far as as far as rights go we mm-hmm. all have the ability to do the same things yeah we can all own property uh we can all adopt children we can all uh vote um the the only person that should be fighting for equal rights are felons they're the only ones that can't own firearms and can't vote, right? They're the only ones that don't have equal rights. They're irredeemable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, irredeemable for sure. And and everybody else has equal rights. Mm-hmm. So we need to stop talking about equal rights, I think, and start talking about equalization of society and, and stop the segregating. But unfortunately, it's happening on both sides. Well, it just depends if you're looking at equality of opportunity or equality of outcome. Because the equality of opportunity is there. Anybody could do any job, whatever, right? Sure. But the equality of outcome is not there because you might be a woman and you're saying, I'm supposed to be a professional football player. And the opportunity is there. You can go and you can try. You could technically be one. You're allowed. Yeah, there's no rule against it. Women are allowed to go into any male sport. They just don't because they get the ass kicked. You know, it's like because they're not three hundred pounds, six seven. (laughs) The reason there's women's sports, right, is so that you're surrounded by people who you're a woman, and you can go to the pinnacle, and you know you're competing against other people who are like you, where you've had countless males who decide that they're females, and they'll go into women's sports, and they just spank everybody. And these are people who aren't even that talented in the male pool, which is very interesting. 
Yeah. Is you have countless like bodybuilders and that kind of thing. So look at Juana Man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the movie. He wasn't even that good at basketball. Went into the female league and on the day, yeah. right? You don't you don't have to be good. You just have to be stronger. You just have to be bigger and stronger, right? Yeah. So, it, but amongst men, they would probably be peewee. Yeah. So, but the equality of outcome is what people look at. The opportunities are there, right? Like women can go into any field they want. They tend to go into more social fields. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Men tend to go into more object fields where you're like dealing with STEM, that kind of thing, which are easily... They pay more. They well, and do. that brings up a fantastic point. There's there's organizations out there right now, and I don't, I can't quote the name because I've just heard of them. I haven't, I haven't researched. Um, but they're they're promoting women in STEM. Yeah. Right. And 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 for those of you who aren't familiar with STEM yet, it's science, technology, uh, engineering, and math. Right. Yeah, they're trying to add art in yeah. there as well. Steam. Uh, steam. All right. Steam. <laughs> so. It, it's it's ju- there are organizations out there getting women more involved in STEM that I'm fully on board with. Mm-hmm. Not equal rights, but more equal opportunity. There is and, opportunity, and there is opportunity out there. So they're trying to promote that, right? So that is amazing. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Let's do that. Yeah. But there, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend the other day. It's super stupid. Along the same lines, though. As Christians, we believe God made us, right? Yeah. God knew what He was doing. Totally. So women are the more attractive bunch, right? Yeah, they are. And everybody thinks so. So as everybody. a woman, I, I recently divorced two years ago. Mm-hmm. I got into the dating pool, right? Okay. I got online and, uh, and, and, and threw, my, threw myself out there. So I would get maybe, as a man, I, I think three women hit me up okay. on the thing. Like, and then hey. every woman that I talked to... There are three men every half hour okay. or so hitting them up, right? So because you chat about it, yeah. One, men are more aggressive, yeah, and 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 two, women are are, are more attractive. So men are are really visually based, mm-hmm. and so when you throw everything into a visual environment, we're like, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, she she could have, and I'm not saying anything bad about this, but you know what I mean. She could have one eye, half an arm, have no hair, be. Uh, be have a hump on her back mm-hmm. and some men out there are going to be like oh yeah that's the one yeah right my wife that's my type yeah but a man doing that there's going to be very few women out there and if so they're blind likely uh, or, so, rich. <laughs> or, or you're rich or you're rich but i we were making this uh a joke kind of uh where there's a reason that this is the way it is mm-hmm. um if men were as attractive to women as women are to men, mm-hmm. we would all be prostitutes. Every man. Because men think of sex as physical. Okay. And, and the, for the most part, obviously there's more to it, but in on, on, a, on, a, on a flat basis, on a baseline, men think of sex as, as very physical and women think of sex as very emotional. Okay. So that's why the prostitution uh, environment and on the women's side is very small, right? It's, e- it's illegal even where it is legal. I mean, what is it? A quarter of 1% of the population is a prostitute. I mean, it's yeah. very small. And it's usually dealing with trauma or drugs. Or yeah, like absolutely. There's something that caused them to go in there, yeah, not yeah. just the fact that they're women, yeah. right? 
And for men, we would all be prostitutes. We'd be like, oh, I can make a living having sex? Sign me up. I'm done. I'm in. Yeah. And there would take no trauma to make that happen. There would yeah. take the need for dollars. So there's a reason that we're different, and it's beautiful. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and God had a plan when he was putting all this together. He didn't make us the way that way. He didn't make us as attractive as women and to the other sex because he knew that everybody would die of AIDS. <laughs> so it would be <laughs> full-blown full AIDS everywhere. Uh, every doctor, there would be no colds. Anybody would worry about it. It would just be AIDS. It'd be like the retirement community. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's no inhibitions. Everybody's just having sex. Exactly. So it's, uh, it's, it, there's an amazing difference between the sexes, between the cultures, between the colors. Let's celebrate that. I'm all for celebrating that. Yeah. I'm not for segregating it. And, and that's that's the biggest difference. And it was kind of funny. I worked worked for a very large corporation uh, for a very short period of time. Yeah. In this large corporation, they had these uh, groups, and they called them uh, what were they? Anyway, they safe, were were they safe places? No, they weren't safe places. They were they were they were small groups uh, of different backgrounds and ethnicities and and current. Uh, activities but I went into this room they had this so you go into there uh, once a twice a year they you go into this giant cafeteria thing and all these groups have their tables and mm-hmm. sign up and you can be part of the um, the 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 black um, professionals group you could be part of the Latino professionals group the gay uh, professionals group Asian professionals group there was not one white professionals group there was not one male professionals group there was women uh, strong women in business i think was the name of it there there were literally all these things and and they i I think it's segregating with this company they had to cover their bases they're like no you could join whatever you are a straight white male you go join the young black women's club right you could literally join whatever inclusive yes segregating yes well yeah how how comfortable a do you think you would be joining the young black women's powerful business ladies yeah club? association of and America. and b how comfortable do you think they would be having you in there <laughs> yeah. you know now how, they can't talk about the things is, they want to is talk it about. really a safe space for them now because you're all oh, you're here and you look nothing like anybody in that group exactly so yeah. not only do they isolate you but they make everybody else feel awkward Absolutely. By be, trying to be so safe that they don't give you a place. So where did they expect you to go? They, they, did you they ask put, them, hey, so, so where would you like me? Yeah, they, they had this one group that kind of was the catch-all for everybody. It was the Young Professionals Network. Yeah. But I'm 43. I, the, most of the people in there were, were between 20 and, and, and 30. Yeah. And, and so, again, I don't fit in. I would have started uh, another group and called it the Castaways. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we got no place. We're the homeless. <laughs> But it would just be full of straight white males, so because <laughs> everybody else had a home, everybody else had a home. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe redheads. I don't know. Gingers is a, is another issue. There were no ginger business groups. So what you're saying is by creating all these groups that support each other, like the the young black, the young gay, the old gay, the, all these different groups, because they've isolated themselves into these groups and said this is who we're looking out for. And because you're also been put upon as your group, we can unite. And then you have all these groups that are united. And then 
you as a white male have no place to go. No, I don't even care about that. As no, a, but I'm just as saying a white in general, male, I could join the NRA, NRA right? I mean, that's... no, at, the, at, at there, I'm saying <laughs> I, I know in there. this specific. What I'm saying is the segregation of uh, of these groups. It just doesn't make any sense. So yeah. now you have <clears throat> black women uh, or black female business leaders of America. So it was something like that. Um, who are all in there. Mm-hmm. And believe me, this was a place where there weren't a whole lot of business leaders, right? It was just a big corporation, lots of people, hire anybody kind of thing. These are employees. These are employees. These are not business yeah. owners. These are not leaders of any sort. But They might lead a team. Yeah, and, and they might eventually grow to leaders. But in that, you're not only segregating yourself from other populations, you are starving yourself of the ability to hear other people's uh, success stories yeah. and pull away from them what is valuable yeah. uh, to you. And so now you've segregated yourself so much that uh, there might be a white businesswoman who is amazing at what she does yeah. and has all sorts of information to share and, and, and spread out throughout the world, but she's not allowed in your group. So now, you own, now you've got to hope yeah. that everything you need is, is within the very small block of people you've put yourself in. Yeah. Well, it kind of just made me think of just society, that, that your exercise that they put together, or maybe it wasn't an exercise, it was groups that they allowed you to have to give you support, is you see that a lot outside. Is you see, oh, you're a minority. Because you're either a minority or been put upon or, you know, something like that. Or you're in that other group. And if you're in that other group, chances are you've had opportunities that nobody else had. Chances are that you've put upon people. You're that guy. <laughs> you know, and, and it's obviously that's not the truth, right? But it seems that that's the story that's being told. Is that, hey, we're all minorities. We all support each other. We're all the, you got the alphabet club and you got all the different colors over here. And you got everything over there. And they're all together. And they're making a a big effort to group up. You even have the gays with the Muslim. Which are kind of counterintuitive. You know? (laughs) But you even, because they're all... They're all the cast outs, even though they're a bigger group than any other group ever. And now if you don't look like them or act like them or talk like them, then you are the enemy. You are. You've separated yourself, even though you've kind of just been left out of the party. Well, and and, and when you take this this big notion of secluding, but yeah. including. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you want to seclude yourselves, but you want to include people. That's when you, you're 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 taking the advantages you have of sharing your culture away because now people are injecting their culture into your culture and diluting it, right? Yeah, and not diluting it as far as uh, as as mixing and 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 having babies that are not that. I mean, diluting it meaning taking away your culture because you now have to be so inclusive in your very exclusive club that it's it's not going to be the club or the organization that you were hoping it was going to be anyway yeah for instance uh 
we are so worried about including everybody mm-hmm. uh, that now we allow transsexual people who start out as men are now women yeah. compete in, in female sports because we don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. And so now they're taking advantage, and, and especially in the weightlifting and the fighting arenas. They actually don't allow that anymore. They stopped allowing. Did they? Yeah, too many people were getting hurt. Yeah, people were getting getting murdered. I mean, yeah. it was it was crazy. It's uh, it's but we are we are allowing people who who don't belong in one section to actually belong, and there are reasons and 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 things that actually make people not belong. Yeah, and I know we don't want to say that, and it's 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 taboo to say somebody doesn't belong somewhere. Yeah. But men do not belong in female sports, and females do not belong in men's sports, and there's a reason. And now that's not across the board. There will be exceptions. There was a – and I don't remember her name now, and I should because I was a huge hockey fan, and she was the only woman, so it makes sense to remember her. But, I mean, I remember Danica Patrick, but it's recent. But this hockey player was back in the 90s, Um, and she was a professional hockey goalie, right? It was perfect. She made a big scene. She was actually very good. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean to say that in a condescending manner, but she was good. Yeah, I'm sure. And so she belonged in the NHL. And uh, and it was the goalie was the perfect position because mm-hmm. uh, she wasn't as big and as strong. Yeah. She wasn't going to be a lineman. She wasn't. She wasn't going to be a defensive, uh, a defensive player. She would have gotten Hammer. destroyed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was uh, probably. I, I don't think she was more than 150 pounds. And these guys out here are 220, 230. I Especially mean, in hockey, where it's legal to pull somebody's jersey over their head and punch them in the face. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she definitely wouldn't have. But as a goalie, as a tender, she was. It fit in perfectly. She had honed her skill over many years. Um, strength and uh, and size had nothing to do with it. It was yeah. all about speed and agility. It fit in perfect. Danica Patrick, same thing. She's. It's about speed and agility. It's about reaction times. Uh, it's about the studying the uh, the chessboard of of the racetrack essentially, yeah. uh, and being good at it. And she was. She's. She was fantastic at it. And so she belongs. So I'm not saying that it's, it's never a, a situation, but it's not for the minor, or majority. Well, it just doesn't make sense to. Okay, so you're a male that was born in a female's body, or you're a female that was born in a male's body, and that's how you identify. Well, why does that make you the same as somebody who is not? Why does that make you the same as somebody who was born in their own body? You know, like, I get it. You feel left out or whatever it is, right? But, like, why not celebrate you for who you are and actually your journey and have, like, a trans section where, like, hey, this is whatever it is, right? Like, you have a whole set aside for have a whole trans sports team. Who who cares? But just saying that it's, everybody's not the same. Yeah. You can identify as the same, but it doesn't mean you are. Yeah. Well, and, and instead of trying to infiltrate, make better. Yeah. I mean, female sports is coming a long way. Women's soccer, the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team uh, back in the 90s started making huge strides and making women's soccer uh, mm-hmm. amazing. People Viewership has gone up and up and up. Took a little lull there in the early 2000s and it went up and up again. And uh, and same thing with, uh, with um, basketball. I mean, the WNBA has uh, a lot of very dedicated fans. They're not... They're not reaching the masses yet, uh, but people don't remember that the NBA has been around since the 50s. Yeah. And it wasn't popular either. 
I mean, it wasn't it wasn't an instant success. So I think it was those short shorts. Yeah, <laughs> it was the short shorts and the lots and lots of white people. There's a lot of white people. <laughs> white people aren't that fun to watch. And they weren't very athletic, and they weren't. It wasn't turned into the sport it is now. Now you got to be an athletic monster mm. uh, to be a, good at the NBA. And I'm not talking competition's much stiffer these days. Competition's much stiffer, and the athleticism is much stiffer. I mean, guys are giants now. They they can bench the gym. No. Um, but it's a uh, it, it's a Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Don't join the Boy Scouts. Make the Girl Scouts better. Make yeah. it someplace you want to be. Make it someplace. Now, now you're taking. You're 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 not supporting, in your in your chance for equality and and uh, and and everything being the same. You're now not supporting the women who have fought for the Girl Scouts and yeah. and, and made it there. If you didn't like it, make it better instead of instead of taking over something else. Or if you feel like it's important for children to be around other sex children right like if you're like well i want i don't want my daughter only around girls i want her to interact with girls and boys well then the boy scouts probably wouldn't be the best spot for them either (laughs) because they're around only boys maybe go start a whole nother organization is it's the boys and girls club yeah you know where the boys and the girls can get together one's for all boys one's for all girls but if you want them to be be together and learn from each other in that way then create that kind of a club well, there's a whole campaign that was. It's been about uh, I don't know five, five ten years now. I don't know. I'm old. I don't remember the years blend together now. But celebrate diversity. That was a huge campaign. Celebrate yeah. diversity. Celebrate diversity. Celebrate diversity. I love it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. celebrate diversity instead of trying to make everybody the same. Yeah. So that doesn't mean exclude and make uh, and, and and segregate yourself. That just means celebrate within those organizations the diversity. So celebrate being a man, celebrate being a woman, celebrate being a black man, celebrate being a black woman, celebrate being Asian, Muslim, whatever. Celebrate it. Don't exclude yourself. Celebrate. Don't segregate. Yeah, celebrate. Don't segregate. We need t-shirts now. We do need t-shirts. We need t-shirts. But it's definitely true. I mean, there's no reason to to not celebrate. You definitely should celebrate being a man. Yeah. You should definitely celebrate being a woman. You should definitely celebrate that. And and the reason the Boy Scouts part hits home for me is because now – the Boy Scouts were there for originally for boys who needed that boost, yeah. that 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 manly, fatherly presence in their life. Maybe they didn't have it, mm-hmm. um, and they needed that, and they needed to learn how to be men. And there is a difference between men and women. There's there is. a huge difference. Yeah. And men need to learn how to be men, and women need to learn how to be women. We both have very different attributes yeah. and they together we make each other successful and together if all the women bring all their attributes and all the men bring all their attributes the world becomes a better place that's true instead of everybody trying to have everybody else's attributes well, because yeah. they don't have them and they want them um, which is the way of most humans I don't have it and I want it well yeah and I've always come from a place of it doesn't matter where you come from it doesn't matter what color you are you know if you're a good person I like you all the same and if you want to celebrate where you actually came from, then let's do that for sure. You know, we you want to celebrate somebody's past, their culture, their ancestry, their lineage, all those things. You want to celebrate those things, but you don't want to let those things define you either. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be defined by what my parents, my grandparents, any of that stuff. And you see a lot of that these days. But, uh, you know, we were... We, we started this off to <laughs> to say how do you how do you love a Nazi and then it turns out um, we weren't able to um, identify enough with a Nazi to even have a conversation. 
Um, well, I think it ended up in the love everybody. I think it. it well, I think that's what you're supposed to do anyways. It's what you. That is definitely like I. I don't do. personally know any bad people. I know lots of people who make bad decisions or have bad mindsets. And I know often, a few bad people. I, I, don't, I don't know any. You know, usually they have good reasons for the bad things they do, and often it's misguided. You know, yeah, they have reasons. I don't have good reasons. I don't but know. Yes, yes. I read a scripture one time that says that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but you know. So I so that's what I try to carry around with me when I see somebody who I'm like, oh, that person, that's a horrible person. I don't know. I'm sure there are, but I like to think that there's not. <laughs> so I don't know if this guy this helps you guys at all. I know it's just made me think deeper into this subject and you know we'll probably come back around to this subject again just because we could just go forever yes on just loving people for who they are and accepting their faults and just knowing that you suck (laughs) but so do i absolutely (laughs) celebrate it oh yeah we love you guys we hope you have an amazing day celebrate don't segregate celebrate don't segregate